Welcome back to Blowout. I'm your host, David Shuck, here with my co-hosts, Albert Muskies and Reed Nelson. Each week we choose a theme, and we bring you products related to that theme. This week's theme, regret. Whether that's something that you bought but shouldn't have, didn't buy but should have, was perfect before it was stained by an errant glob of mustard, or something that once fit but didn't. These are regretful clothes. Or an errant glob of something else. You know what I'm talking about? <laughs> no, I don't. I don't know what you're talking about. David didn't have a cold open for us there. He just, he just ripped right into it. So that, that, that conversation was lost to time. There's no reference point for that. Yeah, that's just for, just for us. Just for us. Act one. Gearing up L.A. When I was a kid, there were these shoes called L.A. Gear. Maybe you've heard of them, maybe you haven't, but their key element was that they had these little lights built into the sole that blinked when you walked. Of course, I desperately wanted a pair, but being all of six years old, I did not have the income or the allowance to acquire them. And at this age, most of my footwear pickups were from Payless Shoes, the discount retailer, and how could you blame my parents? I would outgrow shoes every few months. This was until one day we were at that Payless and they happened to have a pair of LA Gear light-up shoes in my size. My mother must have been feeling particularly generous because I left the store that day with the light-up shoes on my feet. Every time I took a step, it was a luminous announcement of my presence. I felt faster, stronger, like I was capable of athletic feats previously unknown and was the envy of the schoolyard. That was for only about two weeks. I don't know if the shoes that made it to Payless were seconds, or LA Gear products were only made to last that long before the lights go out. First it was the left shoe, then two days later the right, when I was spared the indignity of having just one light-up shoe. Every step counts, and everything is finite, even, and especially if, you don't know it at the time. These are the regretful stories. Are you working your way from six years old to present day? Is this American regret? What are we? What are we doing? Yeah, that was be ripping uh, this American life. I've wanted to do that for a while, but I never made the effort to like, actually go. write something out. I was like halfway through. I was like, "This is Ira." I had a light bulb go out in my room earlier today, and I was thinking, "What about those lights in my shoes? Whatever happened to those? <laughs> Did they go out for everyone? Did everyone's only last two weeks?" Was the right one better than the left? These are questions I never answered on this week's American Life. Or did the light truly just go out in my innocence? So, David, what is the, what is the specific regretful theme that we are harping on? Is it purchases that we have made, purchases we haven't made, purchases? I mean, because yeah, I feel that like you ruined, one, that you used too much. Ah, there we go. I mean, used too much, I feel like is against your use case situation we can't delve into yeah that. well that was my la gear case of like I, I if i had known that the steps were so fleeting would you have been like somersaulting around town how would you have maybe this the situation yeah uh i i feel like each step if i had known i would have cherished felt more for each one i would have cherished them can you turn the lights on and off or is like once it like they emerge from no. the box, them shits just go. So like the entire time in transit, they're blinking too. Once you took them out of the box, like they're, they're going and I don't think you could turn them off. I imagine. Yeah. I imagine they all last like two weeks then, you know I mean? It's a lot of, yeah. 
A little light bulb. We're in a time period of shoe minimalism as opposed to maximalism. Because back then, like, we had LA Gears, we had Heelys, and we had soaps. All, like, in the matter of, like, three or four years, I feel like those inventions were given to us. What were soaps? Oh. What were soaps? They were basically, like, an airwalk. Like, like, it looked like that type of skate shoe with a big grind plate on the arch. So you could like slide yeah. down a rail on your sneak. It was like serious. Like it, it was actual extreme walking. Like it was yeah. like X Games walking. Um, wow. It mostly served for people to fuck themselves up. Like very few people who could slide a rail on their feet weren't doing it on rollerblades or a skateboard at the time. Um, mm-hmm. But like right in the like center of the shoe, like uh, like in the arch, there was just this like semicircle that was like the exact shape of a handrail. Wow. And it had like, I don't know if it was like waxed or something or it was just like plastic. I never had a pair. I think it was just like the same grind plate you'd put on, like they put on rollerblades and shit. It was just like they tacked it onto a shoe. And Mm -hmm. I got, so there was, I never had any of those except for at one point my mom went to like Kmart and came back with a pair of Heelys for my sister and I, except they weren't Heelys. They were like, they had like fucking feel a disruptor soles and you could flip the wheels out of the bottom. <laughs> like, they were like convertibles. Like a James Bond shoe. But yeah, there. like so they didn't function very well as but like this the sole wasn't quite thick enough to hide everything and the wheels weren't quite big enough to like actually roll on. So you were just sort of like walking on these extended extended plate shoes. And then, and then fall, like inevitably fall. You couldn't do a hill, like no hills, smoothest streets only, some sidewalks. That was for a very certain type of kid. And I guess you guys were that kid and I was not that kid. You know, I was too afraid. I was too afraid of so many things. I was not going to put wheels on my feet and of any kind. Uh, my parents could hardly get me to go outside, you know? So uh, the Heelys were not uh, for no me. No skateboards, no bikes, no uh, rollerblades, roller skates. No, boots. no. I mean, they, my parents would make me go on bike rides with them, but I, I loathed it. I hated it. I wanted to be inside. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, here we are. You've gotten your dream, uh, Albert. We can, we can stay inside forever. Are we regretting things in present day or just in uh, the distant past? Oh, I don't know. I just thought that word regret was funny as a theme about clothing. <laughs> This is entirely a uh, This American Life rip that I had, uh, I didn't really look beyond it. I was a dog chasing a car, and once the words came out of my mouth, I didn't know where I was going. Because I worked at a store, and Albert, I don't know if this like, happened to you a lot, like sometimes you'd have a bad day and try to rectify it through a purchase, and like there was like a, quite a few things that I ultimately sold with tags on it being like, the fuck did I oh buy? My oh God. yeah, I had a dog shit day, like that's why I bought this, like. Yeah, whatever. This like obscene fucking lightweight jacket that doesn't fit any season. Yeah, almost everything I ended up getting at Self Edge was because I had a bad day and I didn't keep. <laughs> yeah, like. And then it just stares at that tag stares at you when you're looking through stuff like after like a month and you're just like, what did I do? Like, you know, it's like yeah. you leave it on there because it's like I might sell it on Grail and then like the shame hits you even harder. At that point, you don't want to write new with tags. It's like, is there any store that will take this? <laughs> yeah i think it really changed the way i shop where like now i can't really persuade myself to buy anything 
that's not vintage and cheap or cheapish. Um, because it feels like anything new, I just I have that that sort of anxiety that it'll yeah it'll sit pretty much unworn for a year and then I'll have to sell it or give it away or whatever. And I've I've noticed that like regret paying. Speaking of the theme hits hard for whatever reason like so i instituted it impacted me too i instituted like a 24 hour it's not like an ironclad i've broken it a couple times here and there but like i have a pretty solid 24 hour policy where if i like discover something on site i gotta wait 24 hours and go back to buy it like especially if it's gonna be a dent Mm -hmm. because it's like i gotta sleep on it tabs yeah i gotta worry about tabs in your i gotta worry about it at home like it's like i gotta figure out some sort of like blocking mechanism because it's I will always get over something that I didn't buy. Like it'll take me a week and I'll be an absolute lunatic. Like I'll be looking on every single website, like from Mm -hmm, here to Japan, mm -hmm. like and everywhere in between, no matter which way you go around the globe. Um, If I miss it, but like after a week, I'm like, all right, I missed it and I'll figure it out. I'll be fine. But when I have it in my closet, it just stares at me all the time. I'll end up hiding it at some point, putting it in a bag. Yeah, then I really beat myself up, but I'm like, I'm such a piece of shit. Like my 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 grandparents survived the Holocaust and for what? <laughs> I'm wasting my money on this these fatigue jackets I'm never gonna wear. Welcome back to Blowout 100. We did it. We made it to a Blowout 100. The centennial. Thank you to all 100 of you that are listening. <laughs> it's a few more. It's a few more than that. But uh, thank you for being so. here. Uh, it's me, David Shuck, as per usual here with Reed and Albert. How are we doing, folks? Great. Yeah, it's episode 100. I don't know how many of these I've been on. Yeah. You've been on at least 50. <laughs> Probably, yeah. At least. At least 50. And we need to check Albert's unbridled enthusiasm right now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, I've got something you can get enthusiastic about. Break his about. microphone. <laughs> what if I told you that I have a pair of pants that you can buy? that you never have to wash, will never be stained, will never wear out, are guaranteed to fit you, and you can have them for the low, low price of just $2.99. Are they made by Mr. Outlier? No. <laughs> Do we need to they apologize? Are officially, they are official Prada pants. Do we need to apologize to Mr. Outlier? We can, but... Apologies know. to Mr. Outlier. <laughs> I feel like we went hard on Mr. Outlier. Wait, how can we buy $3 Prada pants? Tell me, David. That won't wash or that I don't have to do any of this stuff for. I bet you think I'm crazy, but I'm not crazy. I'm just Mark Zuckerberg, who is probably a little bit crazy. But mm-hmm. um, Facebook owner Meta Platforms is launching a digital clothing store where users can purchase designer outfits for their avatars, Chief Executive Mark Zuckerberg said on Friday. Virtual outfits designed by fashion brands Balenciaga, Prada, and Tom Brown will be available for purchase to start, said Zuckerberg, speaking in a live video stream with Instagram's head of fashion. 
A Meta spokesperson said the outfits would be priced between $299 and $899, much less than the real outfits by those designers. Prada's matinee ostrich leather bag, for example, sells for $10,700. Zuckerberg said that he hopes to build out the store into an open marketplace where developers can sell and create a wide array of digital clothes. Avatars have emerged as one way for Meta to link their user identity across Facebook, Instagram, and its other services as it increasingly ties platforms together and steers towards building an immersive metaverse of shared interconnected digital worlds where users can gather. So now you can get your Balenciaga meme clothes and put them on an actual meme and pay like a few dollars for the luxury. That uh, I think it is a little ridiculous, though, that they're going for these high fashion, extremely expensive brands first that are aspirational and inaccessible. But I guess that's how you make a splash in the pool. Well, I mean, doesn't it doesn't it kind of make sense, I guess, like if you're trying to appeal to like the broadest market, like Old Navy sells pants, I think, at that price, like real pants, you know, mm-hmm. like, you know like I don't know why you you it feels weird, but like Prada, you're getting a deal. You know, like an insane, like, I mean, it might feel fake like for a second, but I guess like if you're invested in being in the fucking metaverse, like I'm not really making a case, by the way, like I have no idea why if you were any of these brands, you would have allowed fucking Mark Zuckerberg's avatar to be wearing your shit. Like Tom Brown on Mark Zuckerberg's avatar was like one of the weirdest fucking like dead eyed. I-, I have no idea how quite to describe what I saw, but it looked like a child that will haunt my dreams for fucking ever. And black eyes, like a doll's eyes. Yeah, like I don't know why Tom Brown was like, Yeah, that sounds like a good idea. Like, I'm sure they got paid a fuck ton, and it's like, whatever, good job. But like, I would be like, Man, can you put any other avatar in there? Like, just like literally any other one. Um, because that was weird. Yeah, it's a thing that like I, I did the extremely selfless act of kindness of watching the entire 11 minute video of Mark Zuckerberg talking through these fits. It's because you're a reporter. Um, with Meta head of fashion Eva Chen on the Instagram live story. That avatar wakes you up while you're fucking sleeping. Like, I don't, I, I don't know why that they did that. I want to die. <laughs> hey, he's a Terry Cloth fan, Reed. I think that would have endeared him to you a little bit. No, he likes casual wear. He, he likes clothes that feel good. He doesn't know what he's talking. Like, he's like, he doesn't know he doesn't wear terry claw that dude wears kid and ace t-shirts 10 days a week somehow he has like 14 of them apparently like i don't where's merino wool t-shirts and probably some like ridiculous fucking tech fabric pants sitting there talking about terry cloth yeah as if he's like wrapped in that like bath towel romper that sean connery wears in in the james bond movies I, i i this is like the this is like why are they putting why is meta still putting mark zuckerberg forward like one of the most hated men on the face of the earth has absolutely the chemistry of this whole live was so cursed i watched like half of it and couldn't get any further and oh we're gonna watch some more don't worry (laughs) but then yeah it's like like who is this for like mark's like and it's also like Mark Zuckerberg is like, oh, the metaverse is a place you can express yourself if you're too much of a pussy to do it in real life. Whatever, man. Everything I've learned about the metaverse, including this <laughs> clip right here, I've learned against my will. 
Like it, I has not been my choice. Someone else has been in a, I'm just like, <laughs> like, oh my gosh, fucking, you're right. You will why, enjoy the metaverse. Reed. But like, why is he the still? I mean, like, I understand it. Like Steve Jobs, did and the you thing. will think Mark Zuckerberg is charismatic and attractive and <laughs> looks great in terry cloth or Tom Brown suits. How much money and, do we think he's spent to just get to here? Like the looking, like this, like I feel like this is. Like, how much did he get to here? Because, like, he needs to, to double it. Just, there's no life in that face or in the avatar. I don't understand why they keep putting him out there. Does anyone, is is there, like, a single advocate being like, you know what I think we need? More Zuck. Let's get Mark up there, yeah. <laughs> he is the face of the Facebook. But I, I the, the, the detail I forgot to mention when I was watching this is that at the start, they can't get this live to work. And oh, yeah, and they keep going and, like, this is going to crash. Yeah, and Ava Chen's like, and then when Mark Zuckerberg gets on, she's like, pray to the Instagram gods that this works. And it's like, you're talking to the Instagram god. And they can't <laughs> you, get, and then they, they have to hold physical printed pieces of paper to show the avatars for the metaverse on this live of a company he owns. It's sloppy. What? When you Jeez. see it on a piece of paper, that's like giving you the full <laughs> VR experience because the, the, it was actually a virtual piece of paper, Albert. <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> it's a virtual piece of paper in the metaverse. That's how good their avatars are because these aren't really them. Oh, shit. That would uh, be Mark scary. Mark has been uh, subsumed a long time ago. <laughs> that's true. I believe that. Yeah, that's true. And that is the thing here, though. It's it's clothes without wearing clothes. And we've got Mark here talking a little bit more about the benefits of all of that. So, yeah, you don't need anything to make clothes now. You just need a computer. It's not just clothes. Just like another form of physical things that has been entirely subsumed and taken into the metaverse. And, yeah, we don't have to learn how to run a sewing machine or grow cotton or anything because we can all wear, like, meta jumpsuits. Um, and the only expression we have is on our, our metaverse avatars. I mean, this is like legitimately depressing. Like, this is yeah. like one of those things where it's like, like he clearly doesn't know what, like what clothes are, which is fine. <laughs> like he, does, he doesn't know what a lot of, like he fucking doesn't know what friends are. Like he doesn't know fucking like at me. Like he's like mutated like 94 different fucking conventions that we've known already but like this this one for whatever reason seems particularly egregious not because it's a clothing podcast but it's just like yo man you're not a like there are computer fucking programs that design clothes like this is not there's pattern programs there's fitting programs there's fucking measures there's a million fucking programs design clothes on your computer this isn't revolutionary and secondly like there's literally zero real world application for a very real world thing Otherwise, it's like, like a, what is it, a skin? Isn't that what it is in a video game, like, or whatever? It's not yeah. fucking clothes, yeah. It's not clothes. They, they, they're avatar skins. It's skin like, or yeah, whatever. Yeah, this is the stupidest fucking thing. Like, you know, sure. Something that Mark Zuckerberg's very familiar with, skin. Oh, man. <laughs> Human skin. Yeah, Mar Human skins. Yeah, Zuck is like, yeah, now if you want clothes, you don't have to, like, go to your tailor like you do in the real world. <laughs> You don't have to go to Savile Row <laughs> anymore. <laughs> Just oh man, I go to the clothes store. You don't have to go to the clothes store anymore. You can go to Meta. 
verse. Yeah, well, that's the thing is that they keep talking about clothes, but like the thing that you're going to be designing here is not clothes. It's like clothing. It's not even simulacra anymore. It's like no. a fake rendering of a thing that sort of looks like a clothes. Like, <laughs> and yes, it is a clothes. This is a revolutionary. It's this like is you drew a picture. It's like this is Tony Hawk yeah, Underground. This is like uh, like this is not a pipe. It's like that, you know, like it's like mm. you drew a picture of like a, a bunch of grapes and being like, who needs food anymore? I've got these grapes. <laughs> it's like the, the SpongeBob, uh, SpongeBob hologram meatloaf, if you remember that. <laughs> or for people, David but, and I's age, the hook feast where there's no food. They just imagine. Yes, that. Thank you. That's a little bit more my speed. Wow. D- no idea what you're talking See, about. See, I knew it. We, we found a divide. <laughs> mm-hmm. Cut the hook I mean, line. I, Guess there's some benefits here, but like you're making design more accessible to people that don't have the same resources. But it's like NFTs where it's making scarcity where it doesn't need to exist because like they could make, you know, an infinite number of these like Balenciaga meme outfits or like Prada bucket caps. Um, but they don't. And like, is they partnered with these brands that make their name for exclusivity and it seems like a disconnect that these are the ones you know you're talking about that like old navy would not have made that much of an impact but like i don't know that that's the the thing and like when something is digital you don't have to have any scarcity and they're artificially programming it back into it in order to make money um which is very saddening to me i just don't know who who's going to use this the meta like the meta i think that in some ways we are like the metaverse doesn't have to be cartoon iterate like avatars of yourself. It's also like so much of the way we interact with people is kind of a met like the metaverse, like me being on TikTok, like us like communicating over Zoom. It's like it's kind of like like we're kind of living in that a little bit. Why does it have to be this like the goofiest cartoon version of it? You know? Yeah, like why can't it just be, you know, our our bodies being represented here and why does it have to be some cartoon thing? Yeah, but, uh, we pay five dollars for a, a, an extra sweatshirt. I will say that I did. All of my friends somehow got VR headsets except me, and um, I was playing VR ping pong with one of them in the metaverse. And I, once you're in there, you do feel like so much of a meme that you might be like, "Ah, sure, I'll wear a, I'll wear a Prada hat." You know, like there's kind of this devil may care. The world is burning feeling once you're in there. No, so I, I actually know. I actually think this is gonna be super like of all the dumb shit, like the fucking liquor shop at liquor store and the metaverse, like that was like, like what the fuck are we doing here? Like who has like liquor stores are not enjoyable experiences. Why would you recreate the aisle? But like I feel like so like there used to be this ESPN or like X Games snowboarding game, like t- 2002 for PS2 or some shit where you get sponsored by actual real brands in real life. And like the level of effort I put in at like from 10 PM to 2 AM for consecutive nights. When I rented that shit from blockbuster to really date my shit to get like a pair of Oakley sun or goggles and Burton snowboard in that game, because there was no like in-app purchases. You just had to fucking grind it out. But like Mm -hmm. was, I mean, it was huge. And like every time I play like a dumb cell phone game where you can buy, like, I mean, like, there's this like stupid one called tennis clash that I play on airplanes and stuff like where like you can play like other people. And every time you play someone else, they're wearing like a Gucci outfit that they paid $5 for. That's like also a partnered thing within the app. Like this isn't new. I think people will buy mm-hmm. it. It's not like to Does me, it make you a better tennis player. If no, you buy fuck the Gucci no. Outfit? It's just like, I think if you spend oh. a long time as something, then you like, it's like in 
I don't know if any of you played Tony Hawk Underground or like any of those, like even like Skate or something like that. It's like you ultimately customize the character to the way you want it to look, like as a mm-hmm. representation of whatever, especially if you spend enough time in there. Like, I don't think that's a weird thing. I think the weird mm-hmm. thing is pretending like it's clothes, like that, it's, yeah. that it has this like some sort of like revolutionary fucking application when it's like kids can already design any T-shirt or sweatshirt they want to on any of these like dropship sites like Bonfire or the fuck ever. And like, yeah. like you're not recreating anything like that. It's like you have Adobe suite, you have fucking access to that. You're good. You can make whatever you want to make. It's it's just sort of like this like notion that like someone it's I don't know, it's not designing clothes. Like you can't design clothes in the metaverse. I don't think their target is like the gamer nerds that grind it out on their PS2s uh, at Blockbuster. I think it's like someone who's like enormous company got paid money to like put all of their team meetings on the metaverse for some reason. And they're like, oh. I can wear this like Gucci thing or this Prada thing if I spend five dollars in this meeting. Why not? Let's do it. Oh God, that's perverse. Yeah, that's yeah. Even I worse. think that's the person. Wouldn't they want to make it more? I think that's the kind of person that Mark Zuckerberg is, and like the people that work at Meta are, and that's why they came up with this. I don't think that use case is real, but I think that's the one they're thinking of. Well, right, because then in that in that version, David, you would need to spend Metaverse like the way that we like to distinguish ourselves. In clothing, if you're only meeting people in the metaverse mandatorily for work and you didn't yeah. want to seem like you were boring, you'd have to pr- come to work in some sort of presentable digital outfit. God, that's gross. Yeah, you don't want to be seen as like the basic guy in the basic metaverse outfit of like, oh, this guy doesn't go here. Yuck. Yeah, I want that's a that's a weird one. I could see it being a thing where like uh, Facebook burns a bunch of money to pay like the Gap or J Crew or something. So like when you buy a um, like physical garment, you get like a download code for like the same garment in the metaverse. Sort of like uh, remember when you used to buy DVDs and you would get a download code or CDs or things like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that's coming. But you know, say we are all personally stuck in the dystopian future metaverse. How would you dress your avatar? How are you going to kit yourself out? What is the uh, the the meta look? Big Lebowski with cowboy boots. The the sweater, the jellies, the the glasses, the shirt, all of it. Yeah, but just cowboy boots is the only modification. That's it. I've decided I'm sticking with it. Fifteen seconds. That's all I took. I think I'd be the uh, the fish man from Shape of Water. <laughs> I, I actually, very phallic today albert i'm 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 tacking that guy to doesn't have a dick <laughs> i'm tacking to albert you see decision. the movie i did but i don't i don't think that that's i don't think he really has a dick all right well if you have opinions <laughs> on whether the fish man from shape of water has a dick or not read what is our email address blowout at heddles.com thank Are you we- are we done are we wrapping it up oh jesus christ i was like that was quick what the fuck (laughs) did he hate the fish thing that much she liked (laughs) she liked the fish in the movie uh i think for me i would probably dress in like whatever promotion would get you free fast food because like i think that's the thing of like you would eventually have companies that are like paying you to wear like wear the taco bell hoodie with like the pizza hat and you get a free Mexican pizza if you wear it for a week. And I would just <laughs> continuously do that. 
That's um, not a bad idea. I think a fun one to do though would be like the the bum fights founder Dr. Phil tactic where like if you figured out what your boss was wearing to these meetings, you just wore the same fucking thing as him every time. Like I think that would be the ultimate just move. Like a mini me. Yeah, just like whatever your boss was wearing into the meeting that you had to go into the metaverse to fucking join, you just were like, all right, whatever, I'm going to eat the $8 that he spent on this fucking outfit just to, <laughs> just to get inside his head, just to live in there. Oh, that's a good idea as a, as a sort of... <laughs> yeah, it's uh, powerful. War- yeah, yeah, as a pa- only power moves in the metaverse. <laughs> I'd also be interested to see in like future versions of the metaverse if you could get like vintage metaverse oh, clothing fuck off oh, of like weird. if the metaverse updates and like all the old clothing becomes obsolete and you find a way to like hack the metaverse so you can still wear like your pixelated t-shirt or something from metaverse 1.0 that would uh, be interesting to is me is that like one of the most depressing metaverse like applications like like if you're like a if you're like digging through the metaverse crates in the metaverse oh. yeah you gotta go into the metaverse mind that's the most depressing oh. version like, oh this I is, only wear vintage meta clothing, thank you. You're digging through the um, bins in the metaverse. I had to oh. jailbreak my avatar in order to wear these pants. Oh, what I was wondering is like, you know, like we like have learned that like NFTs and like crypto just uses so much power. Is there some way that like all of my digital clothes in the metaverse are just gonna like be like the hugest power suck, you know? Yeah, that it's like worse for the environment to have a <laughs> pair of metaverse pants than it is to have a real pair of pants. Right? Because they're always like powered on, I guess, maybe. They'll find a way, right? They'll find a way. They'll blame you, too, at the end of it. They'll be like, you know, you shouldn't have bought so many pants. Yeah, my, my LA gears, they would not stop lighting up in the metaverse. I mean, that would be a, that would be a funny and maybe cool application is if it's like all old weird shit that nobody can get a hold of anymore like your light up like those light up sneakers that you had as a kid or mm-hmm. but yeah it's not gonna be that it's just gonna be like whack collabs yeah it's stuff. gonna be balenciaga bullshit but mm-hmm. uh we're here for it <laughs> so <laughs> i i don't know i don't have an avatar in the metaverse and i i don't intend to get one not until mm. like there's a gun pointed at my head, which might be in the near future. So um, <laughs> we'll see where this goes. What the gun Jeez. pointed? The gun pointed at your head, or the <laughs> yeah of like get an avatar in the metaverse, or, or you die. There's like the, the like you know cattle like retractable bullet thing at your head. <sighs> yeah, that Bruce... as you get sent into like meta headquarters. What was that Bruce Willis movie? Bruce Willis movie where he sat in the thing all day and fought crime inside his little oh surrogates surrogates. That's the one. Not Looper. Yeah, not Looper. But uh, yeah, if you want to tell us your Metaverse outfit, uh, you already heard the email address. And uh, we're going to take a quick break, come back, talk about some real clothes that real people wear on their real butts. See you in a second. We live in a fast-paced world. Sometimes... You just need to slow down and stop. Heddles Plus, the new membership program of exclusive content, giveaways, discounts, and a community chat forum. Try a month free with the code EXTRABLOWOUT. Well, welcome back from break, people. Um, I wanted to 
bring something to the group that I know they'll have advice on. It's that time of year again. It's getting hot and you need some kind of shorts to wear to help you survive. And the breeziest, most comfy, but kind of just perhaps most deceptively difficult to pin down pair of shorts for me would be mesh shorts. Um, and I'm just not sure how to get the best ones, what what your parameters are, how short you'd like them to be, etc. Because for me, mesh shorts kind of make me think of like being in PE or something and having to wear something I don't necessarily want to wear. And I'm just now this year coming around to the idea of wearing them, like wearing them in a way that I want to and that I'm not like being forced to by an authority figure. So, um, <laughs> so I felt like Reed, you would have some gems on how you approach the mesh short issue. Answer the mesh short question. Answer the, the, the eternal mesh short question. So yeah, um, mesh in and of itself, I feel like has some, hasn't had like the best run for the last 20 years. Actually, I shouldn't say that. It's had like a re- revitalization, but like for a long time, I feel like they were just like synonymous with the giant ass ones you'd see at Nike outlets. Like yeah. 14 inch inseams, gigantic, yeah. like like Adam Sandler shorts. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the one that the and one guy would wear. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, like those look cool on and one. Everyone else looked like like hot, like hot sauce and professor or fucking 50 or any of those guys. Like they looked cool wearing them, but like everyone else looked like Adam Sandler, which is like. I understand he gets like a lot of Google traction, but I feel like none of us are like rich enough to look like Adam Sandler and be cool. Right. Like, I mean, there's a few of us who are cool enough to do it. Not us on this pod. Just like, I mean, like just general population wise. Um, With the mesh short gene. Just like, you know, it's like you can wear like, yeah, just the mesh short with like, that's like (laughs) probably stained in a few places. That's got like the sheen to it. It's not even like the true holy mesh. It's like, and like holy, I don't mean like, I mean with like an E in there, not, (laughs) not religious um yeah, the little micro like pokes yeah like the pennies but no so like i think you'd start and you live in la which is nice for you because you can go to the champion store on i think it's on la brea there's a champion store like across from union mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and i'd definitely check out the seven inch regular just like classic mesh short it's like 20 bucks it's got pockets on each side it's it's a fucking great pair of shorts um i've been running them for years at this point, like I get them, they last for a while, but like ultimately they'll get like kind of like weirdly pilly and more static or more susceptible to like static electricity over the years. But like for the first like four years are good. Um, they run them in a lot of colors. You can get them personalized if you want, I think at the store, which Whoa. don't know if that's something you're into, but like, fuck it. If you got something to run on there, run it. Um, those are great. Uh, if you're just looking for like GRs that you can get any time of the year. Um, yeah, I think if you're like in the vintage market, if you don't give a shit about pockets and you don't like actually care about the holds in the mesh, like run with the old umbros from the nineties. Those have just like a really good shape. U M B R O. Are they still Mm -hmm. making those? Like I had some of those as a kid. I think they're probably like, I'm sure someone, but if they're not, someone bought like the IP on that one. Um, Mm -hmm. And it's probably like reproducing the same way that like all that shit is like made a comeback, whether it's like Theodore or Capra or whatever it Ooh, is. Ooh, these are these are sick. Umbro? 
they're great they've got like yeah. the weird they, so they have like the cross the like checker yeah it's yeah. just like but they just run the grain opposite ways to make that checker the brazilian soccer team used to wear them like in the 90s they're sick they're good and it's a good shape too they're they kind of baggy but short they got the little side slit um you can find yes. them for not that much i think on ebay like i don't think these it's are like all a, like 25 bucks max. yeah it's, they should be super reasonable like those are my favorite ones when i was a kid and it did not grow out of that being like my favorite one i found a pair i think at like pink flamingo or some shit a couple years ago and was wearing them for a while um the lack of pockets thing sucks um mm-hmm. be kind of sick if you but like, like maybe a, for yeah for wearing around the house or something that'd be perfect oh, or unimpeachable yeah, what is your use case in this because like i typically wear mesh shorts just as like i've gotten home and i don't want to wear pants anymore which mm-hmm. is strange for me but mm-hmm. uh that's why i'm wearing them right now or like days where i don't leave the house i just put on the mesh shorts yeah Reed, do you are there are there like non-leisure non-exercise contexts that you wear them are there a formal mesh short wait Reed, well, I mean- is Reed okay is he frozen can you guys hear oh, me? Reed does look frozen. I'm bouncing around in here. Justin, you're getting good. Yeah. What the fuck is oh. going on? I can see myself. He moved. You guys are frozen. If you think Reed should come back to the podcast, email us at blowout at heddles.com. <laughs> there it is. Blowout. I mean, if you're at your house, there are no fucking rules. Like, I don't care if you Winnie the Pooh it for 15 hours, as long as, like, you know, that's your time. Um, but yeah, like, I think, I think, like, I wear them. I mean, I wear them probably too much, to be honest, in the summertime in New York because it's so fucking hot and like it's like oppressively hot that it's if I'm running to the bodega or whatever, like if I'm just taking her and like my dog out for a walk, then probably just gonna mm-hmm. be wearing some some mesh shorts. Um, or like, cause even like baggies at a certain point or like those new ones i got from manresa which i fucking love after a certain point you want more breathability like you need the holes yeah you like you want the holes um i feel like that's real yeah absolutely controversial opinion i feel like all shorts no matter what short it is is the same level of like formality it like a running short a khaki short baggies mesh shorts like you, they're all acceptable in pretty much the same context. I don't think anything like gives you more or less of like it's either pants or it's not. If you're showing that much skin, like you're you're sort of stuck at that level. So you might as well just go for it. You could wear a, a more formal short, and I guess a more formal short, but kind of like a chino-looking short in a really informal situation. But I feel like, I mean, I guess like I wouldn't wear shorts to like. Uh, I don't know. I don't know if I, if I could parse through this theory of yours, David. I'm on See, board. This with is most the, the way that I wear shorts. If like it requires <laughs> anything, like I'm gonna wear pants because like shorts of any nature yes. are like if, immediately sort of relegated to the realm of outside for me. Yes. So this is a Denver centric take, um, where you guys have pleasant summers, but no, I mean I've I've sort of like long held this. I think I'm. It's either on the pages of Heddles or probably like in some like ridiculous product copy at Union made back in the day where I was just like I don't fundamentally understand why fixed waistbands are ever exist on shorts like it's just like you're wearing shorts like just give yourself you some say elastic. That. of course i would say that it's <laughs> fucking like it's like literally it's it's personal brand 101 shit but um 
but so like David, I do agree to an extent that like shorts, there's like on, there's a ceiling on the formality, but I do think that if you are living in like New York or LA in July, late July and August, uh, and it's like 98 degrees out and you have to go do something where like people, I mean, I think that there's like probably like, there's definitely a situation where you'd go somewhere where twill shorts or whatever would be far more acceptable than mesh. Like, I think people would be like, dude, did you just roll out of bed? And I think if you can figure it out where you don't look like you just rolled out of bed, then there absolutely is no context, like, or like no limit on your short game. But I think that's like sort of where, where the line is drawn. Like, if it looks like you just came from the gym, I think people are going to be like, man, did you shower? I also feel like there's some, well, at least for LA, there's something about people who are from the desert where they will just, they will wear whatever they want to wear, whatever the temperature. So like if it's 98 degrees and they, and they're a skater kid, they'll be wearing black Dickies or like, you know, it's just, if you're from the desert, you dress in, inappropriately, inappropriately all the time. And I feel like when I wear mesh shorts specifically, or like kind of more or, you know, that kind of short out and about, like running errands and stuff. I feel like I look like some transplant who's like on his way to Air One, which is not the vibe that I want to have. You mm. know? Mame, this is reminding me of my Hawaiian friend here who wears like slides and mesh shorts everywhere all the time, regardless of the weather. <laughs> and for one of my like, friend's birthdays here i had to like sweet talk the bouncer that we know at this one like club of like he's hawaiian he only ever wears this and it's his birthday it's like his good friend's birthday can you please just let him in like he's gonna behave himself he's gonna be fine like if it was any other person aside from andy's friends he would be out of here so fast but (laughs) i'll do it just this once as a birthday present wow no for mesh yeah I'd say champion is probably the safest decision. I, I used to have a, a pair of champions. I like those. I am intrigued by your Umbro uh, side channel here, Reed. That, that I remember I had a pair of Umbro mesh shorts when I was like eight. Maybe it's time to go take it back there. They're great, right? And also, if you can, Albert, if you can find like a pair of vintage lacrosse shorts from like the late 90s or something, like mid to late 90s, just like mm. college lacrosse shorts, those are great. Like mm. those, the cut on those is great. Then, but then you're just like throwing like lacrosse shit in the air. So it's like maybe you don't want to, don't want to throw those vibes. Like that might be a little too far into the take on the take Ivy. But uh, it says Dartmouth on the butt. So a few West Coast people know uh, a lacrosse short or any lacrosse anything. So I think it might be safe. Yeah, it's like those are. I think those are the ones that like you're sort of looking for. Um, shape wise you know i mean there's oh there's, yeah you know like if you go 90s they got they got the cool little little slit at the side they're mm-hmm. wide they're good shorts and if you know a cool tailor mm-hmm. you can sell like as long as they're not too shiny yeah old mesh anything about like that. basketball basketball like nylon that's like you know weird silvers and blues like doesn't have the holes in it you want it to be a little bit muted Mm-hmm. Yeah, those those are the. We're out- not ready for and one territory yet. Those are the outlet shades. Yeah. But, oh, uh, American Trench made a mesh short that looks pretty nice. But and also, if you get the Champion Sevens, you can always hem them. Oh, 
You're right. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's a little or harder to work point, with Or at this point, you could probably but... buy some Pyrex uh, on a uh, resale market. I wonder what Pyrex is selling for these days. Probably a lot. Probably a lot now that Virgil is gone. Yeah, probably a lot. Is, is rowing blazers just persona non grata in New York? I mean, we really need to watch what the fuck we say because if he hears like he, it's like a dog hearing a squirrel on like the other side of fucking town apparently with that dude. Like he hears everything about him um, and definitely like comes at like he's not one of those like, oh yeah, I'll take it lightly. That's fun. Um, I don't think it's non grata. I don't know a single person who wears it. Like not one. Um, yeah. I, like I think it leans into the weird shit a little bit too much. Like personally, like I, again, I don't know anyone who wears it. I think it's super costumey. I think that you can find like the other stuff in other places. Like you can find like that pant silhouette at, at Noah without having to deal with sort of like the, the baggage. I mean, I guess you get Noah baggage now, but like, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, I, it's not the most relatable brand, I guess is what I'd say. Like, and I know it's not trying to be like, it's definitely not trying to be like, Oh yes, this is, you know, it's like, but it's like, you know, I mean, the guy was like a crew, like a crew star rowing star, which is like one of the sport. I feel like no one plays that sport. It's not like everyone's like, Oh yes. You know, my local crew. I used to row crew. I knew you did. I used to row crew. Did you really? Both yeah. of you, both of you guys fucking were the, the odd team? one out now, Reed. Jesus. <laughs> How is that possible? Did any of, you guys wow all right all right well i think it's a good place to end this segment we'll be back in just a moment with uh a little bit of wrap up here so uh let me take a quick break and we'll be right back welcome back but actually goodbye i am sad to say that uh there's a couple more interviews but this is my last uh episode of blowout for some time that I'm going to be stepping away for a few months while I'm traveling through uh, Europe and Asia by train, hoping to send some dispatches in from abroad, and there are a couple familiar folks uh, that I will be encountering that you may hear from along the way. It is wild that we're here at 100 episodes. You know, they said we'd never be able to do it. They did. And uh, we, 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 we proved them wrong. The haters fueled us. So thank you so much for joining me both on this, uh, this long journey, and I look forward to listening to where you take it from here. And uh, thank you to all those out there listening that uh, were sending us voicemails occasionally and sending us denim bong pics. Appreciate you and love you all. I'm going to be writing this up on the website, ideally, so you can follow along there. Um, but yeah, thank you very much, and I'm uh, looking forward to seeing where the the show goes. You're going to be missed, David, and and it's going to be sad to see you go. But you'll be back in no time at all, in the grand scheme of things. I, I will return. We'll try not to burn the house down, mostly. Okay. <laughs> or too many bridges. Be quite the house fire. <laughs> yeah, you know. I mean, expect yeah, I mean, expect mayhem. We got a few. Expect mayhem and anarchy. <laughs> But <laughs> man, you got the rowing blazers guy on our shit list now. He's gonna be hunting me down yeah, look, like, throughout uh, Central Asia. He's gonna find me. He might Just keep referencing the royal family. That's relatable. Him and Mr. Outlier. <laughs> oh, Mr. Outlier is not a fan, but it's all good. He Mr. David bought o. some pants, you know? I did. I kept the the, the easy pants. Oh, you hey. did? Those are the winners. I did. 
Those are the winners. Is, was it like musical? I thought shit? about some of the ones that you sent me, and I was like, "There's not enough time to like receive these and send these back. Let's just let's do it live." It was musical chairs. The music stopped. <laughs> the music <laughs> did stop, and I have these uh, future yes pants. Amazing. Jeez. And I hope they treat me better than we treated them. But uh, we'll just be really safe, David, and you know, keep us updated and. Make it back in one piece. Thank you. I intend to. Yeah, let us and know when I you hope- enter Turkmenistan and when you leave Turkmenistan. Yeah, I'll, I'll send you a yo. Thanks. And uh, yeah, any questions, comments, concerns, or you want to maybe meet up with me on my trip, uh, read what is our email address? Blowout at heddles.com. Thank you very much. And Albert, we do have some new stuff in the Heddle shop today. That's right. Uh, after almost a year of trying to get them in, we have the Solver tassel loafers. Yes, we do, and they are beautiful. Yeah, that's shop.heddles.com, 10% off with the code BLOWOUT, or 20% off if you become a Heddles Plus member and get to listen to a lot more of this. So, uh, yeah, thank you very much for listening, and I hope to see you soon. Bye-bye. <laughs>